Hello, and welcome to the Platform Podcast, hosted by Marketplace Risk's L. Tucker, a former journalist who writes, speaks, and consults on the sharing and gig economy. L. is also the chair of the Marketplace Risk Advisory Board. Please note, this podcast has been prepared for informational purposes and is not legal advice by the Marketplace Risk team or the presenters. The material discussed should not be construed as legal advice or a legal opinion on any specific issue. We urge you to consult a lawyer concerning your own situation and any specific legal questions you may have. Please contact us at info@marketplacerisk.com, and we can put you in touch with the appropriate professional. And now, without further ado, I will hand things over to Al. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Platform Podcast. Today, I am very pleased to welcome Glenn Hodgson, who is founder and CEO of Platforms for Targen. Now, Glenn, apologies if my Swedish accent wasn't up to scratch there, but welcome to the Platform Podcast. It's great to, great to have you on the show. Excellent. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Elle. Thanks for inviting me. So Platforms for Targen, um, that is Swedish for platform economy, I believe, isn't it? Basically, yeah, what we what we cover. So what we are is looking at the uh, sort of the future of uh, work, the future of business, and actually integrating gig work, platform work, and the sharing economy within a like-minded uh, group of uh, uh, individuals and uh, organisations, companies who want to do things the right way. So very conscious of the fact that, uh, particularly here in in Scandinavia, as it has been in the, in, in other parts of the world, that the the, the gig economy 1.0 uh, has got a very bad reputation, a lot of negativity behind that uh, brought into the field. Uh, people and organizations who wanted to move quickly and break things in the, uh, in, in the, traditional, uh, uh, the traditional approach to life, uh, but really jarred with the, uh, with the Nordic model and the Nordic way of doing things. So what we did and put together was basically Platforms for Targen as a as a trade association, as a stakeholder initiative of uh, organizations, companies and bodies who wanted to do things the right way, who wanted to be in it for the longer term, to create something that's sustainable, to create something that will uh, uh, will be lasting and look after workers, pay taxes, take responsibility. This is the sort of the, the founding principles uh, uh, of what we're doing, Al. And how did you come to, to create such an organization? Because it sounds to me like, like it's got parallels with um, the Marketplace Industry Association in the US and Sharing Economy UK here mm. in the UK. So, um, you know, what, what was the prompt? Was it seeing other organizations doing similar things or was this something that just um, came out of your own experiences? Well, it's a bit. It's a bit of both. First of all, that uh, just to sort of rewind a little bit, how did I get into this uh, mm. this thing that we call the, uh, the the platform gig economy, project economy, freelancing two point zero, whatever you want. I mean, I I very much first of all see myself as a uh, as as a freelancer. Uh, and someone who works on projects. So for me, that's kind of a, a, a lifestyle choice and something that I got into, uh, as always with these things, uh, almost by uh, by accident, but realizing that it was a way to have uh, flexibility, opportunity, uh, but also to be able to create what you're doing, uh, work with what you enjoy, and be able to uh, also 
get together with groups of uh, cool, smart, intelligent people uh, to take you uh, and also the work further. And that's been sort of a key uh, um, uh, important element of uh, uh, my life and also my journey sort of moving out of the sort of the straight corporate world when I was looking after Nordics, Baltics and Central and Eastern Europe for a, for, for, for a, a, a large, uh, a, a large organisation. Uh, and wanting to have this sort of this new approach. So that was sort of a, a personal journey, first of all. Um, and then through this, I actually uh, produced a, a, a study on quantifying and qualifying the platform economy in Sweden, um, where I was based at the time. And, and from this, we, we had discussions with uh, uh, some of the pet players, some of the platforms, some of the organizations uh, who were talking about, well, no one's actually sort of doing this. We're, we're actually in this space uh, no one's listening to us. We're too small, but we're, uh, we're we're really having sort of a lot of these issues that we need to look at. People don't understand what the platform, gig, project economy is today. We need to be able to uh, set our stall out and be able to educate a little bit. But also, we want to get together with like-minded individuals to do this properly. Um, and it was on the back of this that uh, there was a few uh, founding members that we got together and said, yeah, look, we could we could we could we could start something here. We could start a stakeholder initiative and we could move this forward. Uh, and it's from that that we sort of pulled together um, our code of conduct uh, that all members have to sign up to. Also looking at the, uh, the, the rules of the road definitions of some of these things that we talk about but also some facts and figures about it as well uh, and and you say that uh, uh l but definitely sharing economy uk was a real um i think one of the one of the founders and uh, really showing how to do this uh, organizationally um but also the 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 breadth of um, uh, organizations who are members as well was also a, a bit of a light bulb moment that, you know, we're not just going to focus on gig, we're not just going to focus on sort of straight sharing or self employment, we want to sort of bring in uh, uh, as broad a church as possible of, of, of actors, uh, and be able to represent this thing that we call the, uh, the, the, the platform economy, basically the, the economy through digitalization, and allowing us to sort of uh, uh, share um, and uh, uh, buy and sell services and, uh, and goods, um, which is brought on by technology. So that was the sort of the, the starting point. But the, the, the work of Sharing Economy UK, I think, was a trailblazer in this space and just shows what's possible, too. Yeah, and I think you're you're uniquely positioned to provide people like me who want to ask, but also, you know, globally, really insights into the difference between other countries and the Nordics when it comes to well, first of all, these definitions that we've we, you know we've touched on here, but also attitudes towards yeah. gig work, platform work, freelance work. How do you think that that? it differs there in, in that region to maybe what's going on in the UK or in the US? Mm, I think it's a great question, Ellen. I think there's, there, there, is, a, there is a certain amount of, uh, uh, of differences, principally because the fact that uh, there is a lot of workers who have uh, uh, collective uh, agreements, they have very, uh, uh, very protected um, uh, regimes so that it's almost the case that once you employ someone it's almost impossible to get rid of them and if you do if they've been there for any length of time it's very very expensive so you get this kind of uh, uh, very very um, 
sclerotic almost uh, uh, labor market where there's the people sat on these fat cushy uh, contracts but maybe aren't really delivering um, and there's people who are outside this um, and maybe not have the same access to sort of uh, rights and uh, uh, and benefits so th this is one of the sort of the main differences also the fact that when we look at sort of the uh, the sharing and the buying and selling of good space that the the, the, the kind of the traditional economy in, in all of the Nordics is heavily uh, regulated, very protected. And also there's, there's the, a very high level of consumer protection, which there wouldn't be maybe in uh, Asia, in certain parts of uh, the US as well, is that there's a big difference between the, the, the sorry, the, bit, the difference between the, the platform economy and the, the regular economy is not so far apart. Whereas here, that kind of consumer protection angle is uh, very important for individuals. And there's still, there was a bit of a gap uh, between that uh, uh, and uh, what was happening in the platform sector before. This is something that's been addressed um, and is actually changing, but also mindsets are quite different. People, um, I'd say, with the, with the first Ubers and the rest of it coming into the uh, to the market uh, several years ago, the idea that the platform economy or the gig economy was something inferior, it was something negative, um, and it was something to be uh, to be seen as, uh, uh, as as a little bit uh, a little bit shady almost uh, that it's people not paying taxes, people employing individuals with uh, not the right um, uh, labor requirements, not the same social protection or safety nets. So it was seen as being something a little bit second class. Um, and the, 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 the argumentation uh, and certainly the narrative that's put forward in some parts of the uh, political world, certainly the, uh, certainly the, the, the more left wing uh, uh, political circles um, and also in the, uh, the, the, the media, um, still seeing the, uh, the platform economy and the, the sharing economy as something a little bit substandard. And really, the big focus on food delivery and, uh, and and people on low salaries delivering sushi and pizzas on bikes and mopeds, uh, and not just seeing this as the the reality that the whole platform economy that we have food delivery, yes, but that's one grain of sand on the whole beach yeah. that is the the platform well, economy, yeah. and just focusing on one thing. Well, it, you see it in the media all the time, don't you? In the minute there's an article about yeah. gig or platform economy, the um, stock image that they use for the article is a Deliveroo rider. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. obviously then the association in people's heads becomes with that. And and for you and I, it's much more than that. Yeah. It's about accessing um, on-demand work using technology. And just yes. to touch on the sharing economy, because I, I know yep. you and I have talked on many occasions about definitions and I do find this interesting, but from yep. a point of view of maybe somebody in the UK or the US, our, um, our kind of, um, I suppose the way we see Scandinavian lifestyle is maybe mm. that people in the Nordics are more focused on um, sustainability and live a more, you know, a, a, a life, a lifestyle that is less wasteful. Um, mm. I'm not sure if that is necessarily true, but I'm interested about sort of sharing platforms when it comes to things like stuff, you know, um, clothes sharing, um, vehicle sharing, these types of things. How did they fare? And, and do you have much to do with that or is platforms for Target more focused on the gig side of things? Yeah. 
we're, we're, look, we're looking at both. I mean, we do have members, for example, Parkamo, which is a uh, an aggregator for parking, which is basically allowing you to share and rent out your 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 drive or your space for parking for other people's vehicles, uh, as well as allowing you to find the most efficient, the best. Uh, and, and the cheapest in some cases parking space either in town or uh, uh, out in the sort of the countryside wherever it may be so giving you the best options so there's we we, we do have this and and the, the, you know the, there is the image that sort of Scandinavians do like to look at themselves as very sustainable and and, and very woke to use the term yeah. um, the, the, the reality is maybe not always there but I think there is a sort of a high uh, element of uh, uh, wanting to do things properly and we see um, uh, uh, food um, elements looking at the sort of stopping the Mortsvinet uh, which is the sort of the food going bad uh, being able to sort of uh, um, use uh, things coming to the, sh the end of their sell-by dates um, and, and and this kind of thing which is which is very very popular but also I think the the opportunities of sharing things that uh, you know either you don't want uh, anymore or being efficient this is something that's really in the mindset and we're seeing uh, a big uh, 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 growth of um, uh, interest in these uh, these areas as well and you know I think also linked to the the, the general efficiencies that can be brought by the platform um, uh, and the sharing economy too now that sort of remote work is a normal thing that uh, you know 18 months ago it was still a little bit strange whereas now it's it's mainstream and you know not having people um, cramming into city centres at the same time uh, every day, and of course the the, the pollution uh, elements, the uh, the emissions uh, reductions, which have been uh, uh, facilitated by this. This is kind of a story that, uh, that that isn't isn't really told, but it's something that is really really impactful. Uh, people getting more done, but also uh, less uh, uh, emissions within this too. So the so the, the the whole sharing space and and using resources, things, services in a better way um, is certainly something is part and parcel with the mentality I'd say Al yeah and in terms of platforms for target where are you at now and how long have you been up and running how many members have you yeah. got what are your plans um, for for the next phase how how are things going yeah, so we, we started uh, after the summer last year, so uh, uh, we're still pretty new, but we're already the biggest uh, uh, platform economy trade association in the Nordics. We've got 27 uh, members, and this brings us from um, the, uh, the, the the platforms looking at self-employment to the building branch. We've got Brobigera, um, Parkamo on the sort of the sharing uh, uh, parking side of things. We've also got the uh, food and transport sector with uh, Volt um, in there as well, and we've also got some of the uh, uh, some of the, uh, so the the smaller actors in the sharing space too. So we've got a, a broad range. And, and, and really, the, the, the first stage was just getting the members together, getting our code of conduct um, and show that we're in, the, we're in the right place. Now we're very much involved in creating uh, the new um, uh, work environment, health and safety rules here in, in Sweden, which are up for review. Uh, and that's an important role that we've got here. 
also uh, educating about the uh, the sector, uh, giving viewpoints from our uh, uh, the, the employees to show that this is the flexibility and this is something they choose and not something that they're forced into, which is sometimes the narrative that we get there. Uh, and also from the, um, the, the, the report that we've just done on uh, how the platform economy facilitates migrants into the workforce. Uh, had lots of discussions with lawyers, architects, musicians, uh, as well as people delivering food. So you know, really the, the broader range, and it's people who value uh, uh, value the, uh, the the flexibility, but also are earning good money out of this uh, uh, out of this sector. So really, sort of changing the narrative and putting on its head. Um, and the next steps will really be to uh, look towards the uh, uh, developing these rules um certainly at the uh, the swedish level but also more broadly and on a pan nordic basis how do we deal with uh, health and safety issues and protection that's something that we really want to sort of uh, start with sweden but use it as a model for the rest of the nordics but also into europe as well there's new uh, guidelines um and um workers rights in the platform and gig sector uh, uh, are being discussed at the moment with a proposal likely to be out just before the end of the year so we're involved in this uh, debate putting forwards viewpoints here with the european commission and european parliament already so we're into quite a few uh, sectors within this and we just want to expand we want to to really believe in the more the merrier uh, new uh, uh, sectors uh, uh, and new areas within the platform and sharing and uh, project economy uh, and the uh, you know we the, the broader the better the bigger the better in terms of the uh, the the, uh, the the representation and the number of voices we can bring to the table you must have been watching with interest the recent uh, tribulations of Uber in in the UK and um, yeah. you know the the court cases around their status as a, a platform versus employer. How does this compare with the status of Uber in in Sweden and and the Nordics? What's the state of play for them there? Yeah, so the, the the viewpoint here is really to look at what is the what is the role here? Is it uh, are they employees, mm -hmm. uh, the people who are working here? Are they independent contractors? And this really depends on the the, the approach that's taken, whether it's on the, the the courier side of things, whether it's on the um, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 driving of the uh, of the vehicles. And I think that we need to sort of look at this from a broader approach that in some cases it really is independent contractors who maybe want to do a couple of hours a week when they're free. Uh, and there's other people who are doing it as a job. Um, and I think making the distinction between these two, that it's not one size fits all. And yeah. also it's not just one market. You know, we can't take one market as the, the, the same as the next as well. There are differences and there are uh, uh, alternative viewpoints that can be uh, can be raised but where it is independent contractors they should be allowed to be that if it's basically uh, someone who is an employee in everything but uh, name then that's also uh, playing sort of uh, uh, fast and loose with yeah. the rules as well so we we, we we need to be sort of really um open but also realistic about what's actually going on here and actually use it uh, uh, use it uh, in the right way because one of the big problems we've got here is the this health and safety element that you know if you are a platform operator you know and you're offering you know say uh, uh, services 
um, to um, to uh, you know babysitting or cutting the grass or delivering food? Do you have to inspect every single household? Uh, you know, everyone at the moment is working from home. Should the authorities inspect every apartment, every bedroom, every kitchen table to make sure it's safe? You know, we we need to be realistic about the uh, the, the rights and responsibilities of the different people involved, and be uh, and, and be realistic within this too. Now, excitingly, um, Marketplace Risk, obviously, have um, uh, got some news about a partnership with you, which we're obviously excited to tell our listeners. And this is about the Nordic Gig and Sharing Innovation Summit, which we are hosting in Stockholm in partnership with you guys at, at the end of the year or in the autumn. So, yeah. we, you know, really, this is the first time we're really introducing this to the marketplace mm-hmm. audience. So let's, um, let's tell them about it. And certainly, really, what I want to hear from you, Glenn, is why you feel this will be valuable to the Nordic audience and what makes you feel that marketplace risk is a is a good fit as a partner for platforms for Telgen? Yeah, well, I think it's a, I think it's a great fit. I think that the fantastic work that's been done in the sort of the the US, but also the the global summit, I think really sets the stage. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of the the, the main issues, uh, getting some great speakers, uh, great dialogue, great conversations going on, and I think the time is right given the fact that the Nordic market is a, is a little bit different, mm-hmm. um, but it's also there's a lot of similarities between the Nordics. And when we say the Nordics, we mean the new Nordics as well. So bringing in Estonia uh, and the Baltic states who, who are looking at this, uh, uh, who are looking at this market, having fantastic growth um, and really sort of uh, going full speed ahead in terms of the sharing and platform and project economy. Um, so this is, uh, I think, great timing for this. And I think it's also a great opportunity to get people together again. And I think that, you know, L, we're, 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 we're really sort of nailed on. This has to be a physical event. You know, it's not going to be a Zoom call. It's not going to be a hybrid. There's going to be certain things, of course, you can access online, but getting people together as well. And I think the sort of the October timeframe is actually perfect for this, that we will get people together in Stockholm from all over the Nordic region uh, to be able to discuss some of these uh, the, these topics from the sort of financial elements, how the uh, the banking, the rules and regulations are going, um, but also what are the business opportunities and where is it taking us at the moment in terms of the uh, uh, the, the, the public sector uh, viewpoints towards this, as well as the uh, the, the the innovations from the, uh, the the private sector, what's happening quickly, uh, and what are the areas that we should be looking at and focusing on uh, for the next six to twelve months as well. So I think it's a really exciting. Uh, time, I think it's perfect, given that the uh, the the, the COVID nineteen pandemic has meant uh, an increase in digitalization, uh, a, a change in mindsets for individuals, but also uh, companies in terms of what is possible uh, via um, digitalization, the internet, and, uh, and, and and platform and sharing economy. Um, so I think the 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 uh, the, the the field is there. Um, the ground is ripe for uh, being able to uh, do something, move forward, and be able to create something new uh, and exciting. And I think that uh, you know, once we roll out over the next few months, 
some of our keynote speakers, some of the themes that we'll be discussing. I think it's going to be really open to uh, individuals, uh, startups, uh, government players, but also uh, companies, uh, large and small within this sector, who are going to have to have a, uh, a sharing and innovation uh, uh, policy uh, and really how to bring in freelancers and the sharing economy in a more realistic way. And I think what I've learned from working in this space for a few years is people are so willing to share strategies that they have learned and, you know, tried and tested tactics and come together in this way. I think the, the sharing and gig economy is so ripe for collaboration and being yeah. in the Nordics and in person is just going to be so valuable to everyone participating. I think I can see it being a, a really interesting knowledge sharing event so um it's it's really yeah. exciting and obviously it's um it's going to be hosted by g um and they yes. are, these guys are members of platforms for targon is yeah. that mm -hmm. so yeah um, so we've got yeah, we've got G, G, G as members, uh, great organization, because one of the things we've seen from the from from the studies that we did, both on the sort of the the, the platform economy and also the, the latest study on uh, how the platform economy facilitates migrants into the workforce, is that one of the big uh, uh, elements here, one of the big drawbacks has been financial services, you know, the ability to get a loan to buy a uh, larger item, car, put down deposit on an apartment has been really, really difficult because the traditional uh, actors in the Nordic region, they say, well, look, give us your last six months pay slips and then we'll make a decision. And if you say, well, I get a bit of money here like this, it's, uh, uh, it's a bit up and down. They just don't want to know. So this means that you're sort of excluded from, from uh, a number of uh, uh, basic elements in society, which, and this is something that needs to be looked at. And, and the, the folks at G have seen the gap in the market uh, and are actually sort of rolling this out. Um, uh, first of all, you know, several markets, but looking at this in a certainly in a Scandinavian context uh, is something that's really, really important and delighted to have them uh, on board and also sponsoring the event. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, well, thank you, Glenn, for coming on the Platform Podcast. We've got some really exciting times ahead and, you know, really pleased to be collaborating with Platforms for Targon. And, you know, do come on again and um, tell us, you know, how things are progressing. And obviously anyone listening and wants to find out more about the summit, which is in October and yeah. in, um, in Stockholm, and that's October the 13th. So do keep an eye out for updates on our social media channels um, for more information about that summit. And Glenn, I look, I'm so pleased to be able to say I'll see you there because we, <laughs> we, we don't say that much to, um, to anyone at the moment. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, all being well, we'll um, see you there. Excellent. Happy to. Pleasure to be on and anytime. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Platform Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Marketplace Risk. Tune in next week for another podcast.